conferences, long agendas, big venues, always on your feet, barely getting to see the people that you want to see, and then, of course, the expense. Well, the three of us at Good Morning Hospitality are launching Good Morning Retreats. Our first retreat is this July 8th through the 10th at the Horse Hospitality Training School in Auburn, Alabama. If you go to goodmorningretreats.com, you'll find out more information about our first retreat that we're launching. We have already filled half the slots. We have 20 available and we have about 13 already filled. So make sure you go there, you apply, show your interest, and we'll get you all situated for our first ever Good Morning Retreat. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast. And now back to the episode. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Monday. Best day of the week. We got the crew back together. And as you guys just saw, we have Jamie finally on the intro video, which is something I've been uh, trying to get on the to-do list or crossed off the to-do list for a while. So you're welcome, Jamie. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He's official now. He's so official. We'll have him on next week. So anyone listening or watching... Get ready to see his beautiful face on camera. Um, how are you two doing? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, a little I'm bummed in, uh, that Carmel, Indiana. <laughs> I think we got a little lag going, so no worries. <laughs> Definitely a little lag. Uh, yeah, a little bummed oh, that it's, it's uh, like not going out to focus <laughs> right this year. So it's yeah. all those traveling today for this this week. Enjoy uh always a good event so um hope everybody has fun it's not the same not being there yeah i know you you're not attending a lot of the conferences this year now with storied so yeah hopefully next year we'll gear it gear it back up yeah for sure brandy how uh how is it going in carmel indiana over there well aside from my wi-fi issues <laughs> um, it's great it's cold but i'm seeing my grandma so that's always nice nice and relaxing yeah that's awesome did grandma uh, turn the tv on <laughs> she's like closing out all her tabs right now trying to get the wi-fi to go back um totally totally good we're gonna let brandy's uh wi-fi catch up to to the speed uh but we had a lot of news to cover from this last week. And so I know we have probably a couple stories um, that won't be showcased on the screen, but we always can bring it up and talk about it. So yeah. I'll let uh, Michael, if you we'll, want to kick that off. We'll maybe start with the good. So congrats to Hopper for yet another fundraising round. I don't know what you're going to do with all this money. <laughs> um, 
you're sitting on hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars, but good for you. Um, spend it wisely, not all in one spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, another European company got uh, a pretty big check this week. Limehouse. They they pulled in Lime I believe, 48 Lime Home, 48 million uh, euros. It was a pretty big round. So kudos to all the international operators out there. It's been uh, it's been your time to shine this past these past few months. We, we've seen a lot of good updates. The ugly story of the week: uh, Avant Stay cutting was it twenty two percent of their staff? Yeah, twenty two. Um, so never fun to see or go through. Um, you know, a lot of companies are doing it right now. Obviously, we we saw Facebook do something similar with like eleven thousand jobs. But uh, you know, our our industry's been killing it the past you know eighteen months or so. So it's tough to see layoffs happening um, all over the place. So you know, if you can help any of those folks, please do. There's some talented individuals available. Uh, and I'm sure plenty of companies are are able to scoop them up with short head counts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say it's um, it's going to be interesting to see where people go because we are already having issues with um, people stay- not staying in the industry, right? Whether it's layoff or just wanting to find a new career because of you know lack of um, resources and and I guess benefits to the people in the industry. So hopefully this isn't deter people from you know continue to stay in whether it's short-term rentals or hotels hospitality as a whole um but big news as we're going to use probably as the main topic of the the episode um marriott introduces apartments and man there's a lot to dive in here i can't wait (laughs) yeah i I got uh, this I got this uh notification and then i started getting buzzed by like four or five different people like did you know about this? What is this? And uh, before I weigh in, because I'm not an operator who's now directly competing with Marriott, Brandy, <laughs> tell us yeah. your thoughts. Yeah, I um, well, I'm not surprised. I mean, this is hotel hotels have known that the this is the direction that they have to go in. Um, I will say, I think like the name. I don't know. They put a lot of money into marketing, and that was just apartments. I think that's. I mean, it's simple, but, um, <laughs> um, and then, um, you know, I just think this is, we're going to see this happen again. Marriott's kind of the first big name to do this here. Um, but I would be very surprised if the, you know, other big hotel chains don't follow. Um, and I think it's definitely more of a threat for urban operators like myself, you know, Marriott has a big footprint in all in big cities. So I don't think people who have, you know, homes in the mountains or on the beach really have to worry about Marriott coming in like that uh, mm-hmm. with their own like big hotels in in their cities but um or sorry they're big apart hotels but yeah it's um not surprising but now a little unfortunate that we have to compete with someone that has like that much money and just you know power behind them um, but hopefully it's a slow rollout <laughs> well I'm sure it'll be a slow rollout big companies never do anything fast. It, I, I'm confident that these folks over at Marriott have been working on this for a number of years. Um, 
Well, isn't that what their whole incubator? Well, I, don't, I guess the incubator might be the wrong choice of words, but didn't they have like a whole kind of like a testing pod on like a bunch of different designs and kind of just learning from what consumers were wanting and operators. And then all of a sudden now they're like, this is kind of like the birth child of that. Right. I think if I might be um, mistaken. I believe they've tested this in other geographies, not you hmm. North America or Europe. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of a model that they've proven out elsewhere where no one else was looking. Mm-hmm. Um, very sneaky corporate people, I tell you. But Brandy, I, I don't think it's too much to worry about because once you brand with a flag, they block off like certain geographies. And it could actually make it easier for you guys to scoop in and pick up the buildings next door to them because there's mm-hmm. proof that you know Marriott's done the diligence mm-hmm. that this is a good place for a hotel. So an apart hotel. So uh, the the thing I'm curious on is, are they still going to market your properties in their backyard? Are they going to start cutting their homes and villas partners that play in their sandbox? Or is it the more the merrier? Yeah, I, I think that's what I was thinking specifically about um, one of our big buildings in Miami in Brickell. And so if they have a building of similar size pop up in in that neighborhood or you know downtown Miami, yeah, I would say we, we would be another like direct competitor to them. Mm-hmm. I would think that they might want to just get as much of the pie as possible. So they might keep, would keep us on because that's still more revenue coming in for them. And there's the homes and villas arm, you know, separate. So they're trying to make that, still trying to grow that and prove that that's a viable platform. Um, I think that it's interesting, you know, we're talking about how they're going to manage this building because mm-hmm. this is a hotel. They're very good at hotels. So now how are they going to transition that into running you know, an STR and kind of, it's a much lighter model, you know, much um, lighter staff, um, less services. So I'll be curious to see if they're still offering kind of like Marriott amenities and things like that at this, um, you know, at these hotels, at these apartments. Well, before we move into to that, I want to stick on the, the marketing piece and then we can jump into how they're going to operate. But call me a contrarian, but I think this is probably a good thing except for the competition for actual operational supply because if the consumer now is going to marriott for a short-term rental you know for an urban apartment it gives you as an operator sextant the ability to have more bookings that aren't from airbnb or well or anyone else but I don't know if your economics at Marriott are any better or worse than Airbnb, but at least it's some diversification. And hopefully, I mean, there are, as loyal as I am to Delta, my dad is that loyal to Marriott. Um, (laughs) And so is my co-founder, Justin. Like, obsessed, we'll only stay in Marriott properties. So I think it's not a bad thing um, to have more awareness that you can go get a short-term rental at Marriott. You know, Homes and Villas has done a good job, I think, with loyalty travel, uh, people using their points for a vacation home. But in terms of like business travel to urban markets, that's still all going to hotels. And apartments could open up 
you know, another channel uh, where people think they're booking an apartment and it's Sextant, not Marriott. So I'm curious how they're going to separate the two. And if it's just going to be like all of their properties are at the top, which I'm almost 100% certain is how they're going to build it. They'd be crazy not to. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think it could be a good downstream trickle effect. I'm going to say, oh, go Brandy. Yeah, no, I think I I can really see like both of those options because I can see someone thinking, you know, associating booking this apartment with Marriott, maybe they book with us and, you know, that's great. Or people, you might have, let's say the corporate travel, for example. Now these companies that we've been trying to convince, like it is, you know, you can have people stay with us and expense that. And that is, we are like a real legit company that you can trust. Now they're saying, okay, well, we already trust Marriott. So maybe we'll just stay with them and we're not going to give these other operators a chance. So I can kind of see it maybe shaking out either way, but, um, you know, I would love, I hope it adds more legitimacy. Um, I am a little, it's a little, um, I don't know, disheartening that we have to have a hotel come in and legitimize our business model <laughs> um, in that sense. But um, I think if the net, if there's a net positive, then that's fine. Um, I mean, if, if I'm you, Brandy, and I'm just kind of speaking out loud here, so excuse my uh, train of thought if you guys are already doing this or not. Uh, I would be going to Hilton and IHG and Hyatt and saying, Hey, they just launched this Buy us. And we'll be your, we'll be your urban brand. We'll be your apartment brand. Come crazy. If I'm an urban operator, those are my first calls today, picking up that phone. So I, it's not going to be long that Marriott is going to have this moat as a, as a flag in the short-term real space. Mm-hmm. Hyatt's tried it several times. Um, IHG, I don't think has ever tried it. I'm not sure Hilton has either, but they're coming. If, as soon as one does it, they all follow. It's just a matter of time. How many brands will, is it 120 brands are represented by the top six flags? Yeah. So add one more, 121. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think there's been a couple brands launched since, but yeah. all in all, I think it's a good thing for the space. And the fact that the market leader is the first mover is going to mean all of their competitors are scrambling right now to try and, and keep up. And this is the best way to do it, uh, to have a, an apartment building. Cause we saw during COVID, if you can flip it back into long-term rentals, you can still make money as a hotel, whereas so many hotels were just shut. Uh, mm-hmm. so if I'm a real estate developer, I'm no longer building single box hotel rooms. I'm building this type of property. So this is where, this is where my thoughts come in. And I want to hear Brandy too, because that there's, this could be really good. It could be really bad. So the, the question or the title of the episode is should short-term rentals or vacation rental operators be worried about hotels? And my thing, I think. Marriott executed this very, very, very well with homes and villas. They partnered with the best operators in specific destinations. So that way that their, their Bonvoy members could have a really good classic professional experience. I think that was the best move they could do to get into short-term rentals. Now the apartments, do they cut this off? Do they 
realize like, hey, we've learned so much from all these great operators. Why don't we just do it ourselves? Or do they continue that relationship and say, you know, we're going to we're going to have this separate brand, this home side, because they don't have homes um, themselves. They have the, the inventory from everybody else. Um, so do do they go this route and shoot this, uh, you know, in the, shoot them in the foot? Or do they go with um, um, do they go with, I don't know, this route of just being kind of like separate but top of funnel. So they're just going to try to push as much traffic through Bonvoy, whether it's homes or apartments. Um, because as we see in the offering for uh, the apartments, like it is a light staffing model, one host weekly housekeeping. It's not daily housekeeping. So like there's a lot of different pieces that kind of come into like, I don't know, do they... Yeah, I guess my question is, do you think this is something... Is there a Brandy, question in there, Will? There, there is a question. My question is, is do you think... like Brand, for, I, I would definitely want to hear Brandy's side and then go to Michael, but um, do you think this is something that they could really end up taking over and saying, screw the short-term rental people we've been working with, screw homes and villas, we're going to go in and do it ourselves? I, I mean, anything is possible, but I don't think they'll be doing that. I, as you said, you know, they don't have homes. So I think maybe they might be more choosy about operators like like us, like other urban operators that are competing with them perhaps, or, you know, as Michael said earlier, we're just gonna get pushed like way down in the, you know, in the offerings and the listings. Mm -hmm. But I mean, there's no substitute for, you know, these lovely big homes that they have across the country in markets that they don't, like they don't have a hotel in and they don't have that same kind of product. So I think that would be very, I mean, it would be a huge waste of money, a huge waste of effort for the last couple of years that they've put into building out this platform and building the relationship and all of that. So I think I don't see them doing away with it. I think that they, you know, need they have them as separate platforms, separate branches of the business. So I would mm -hmm. say that maybe operators like us have a, maybe a little bit more to be quote worried about because we might get pushed down and they're you know, in their listings, but the bigger homes won't. And then, I mean, in terms of our OTA spread, Marriott is, you know, it's there, but like you were saying, it's more like they're loyalty travelers. It's not just a random person going to book. So mm -hmm. I don't think it would be too detrimental to us, but I guess we'll have to, we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> Tune in in like a yeah. year. <laughs> yeah. This is one of those potential, like, what, what's it? Frog in a pot that, that's starting to boil where everyone's just kind of hanging on for a while. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to, to Brian's point, he just pop, popped on. They, Marriott needs scale to launch the homes and villas and apartments piece and get travelers kind of used to thinking that they have this type of property. I don't think anything's going to happen in the next two to five years, but five years from now when there's two apartments locations in every major city, mm -hmm. they're going to start cutting, cutting, all the additional supply and all of it. They've trained the traveler now to come to Marriott instead of Airbnb. Well, that's what my next question was, is do you think this is going to launch them more in the catapult of a booking platform? Because they've had the highest loyalty travel and booker, like transaction slash conversion uh, in the industry. Like they set like loyalty is their best well, thing that they've built. What is, what is Airbnb the worst at? Taking care of their operators. What is Airbnb second worst at? <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you answer that question because I don't know. Consistency. With Marriott what? can add oh, yeah, consistency. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, that that consistent. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, it's. I love the move. I hope it's as evil genius as I'm thinking it is. Um, and I mean, Marriott's going to be a huge player, right, in this space. And one of the things we talked about pre-show <clears throat> that I didn't catch the first time I read through Marriott's offerings, but they are going to be managing these places themselves too. They're well, not just flagging I- it. They, they're going to, their management model is available. And right now, I think I looked it up yesterday. Don't quote me, but I, I believe they manage 2000 of their like 8,000 hotels. So that option is available. You can't just pull a GM from a hotel to run a short-term rental building. There's not headcount. There's a lot more technology. There's a lot more things that break and operational headaches Mm-hmm. because you have a kitchen and you have you know multiple rooms uh, in every suite so i'm wondering who they're who they're poaching you know who who's over there running this for them that people don't know about yet that's what i want to know i also want to know their internal property tech stack like if you're going to have one host which is what the their website says one host weekly housekeeping how are people checking in like, are they going to go with the mobile key app that they have on the Marriott Bonvoy app? Um, you know, what type of hardware is going to be installed? Um, there's a lot of like short-term rental operation tech pieces that go into it where it's like, all right, you can't just have like your shitty, excuse my language, but shitty like hotel key that demagnetizes once you put it in your wallet, your back pocket. Like, I don't think if they're going to go a staff and light model. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way. It will be a nightmare operationally so well they have this opportunity to like to just it's a totally separate business and so they've been learning about our industry over the last couple years i really don't think it will be that hard for them to break from their tech or use you know kind of the technology that we've started to implement because it's running as its own entity and you know to michael's point they probably there is probably someone from our industry like a, a veteran with lots of knowledge investing this much money um so i would be i think i don't think it's that difficult to you know put in the right lock system and and all of that so we'll see I yeah i think you're right brandy it's it's not rocket science to put in this tech stack especially they've, they've been in this they've been playing in the space for three years now yeah um yeah they've been at every major conference and, and whatnot and they've hired a lot of almost exclusively out of the industry. So they've got a lot of institutional knowledge, um, industry-wise, industry institutional knowledge. So I, I, it's not a big stretch. Um, I also don't think that that they would announce this brand without you know three or four properties already coming on board uh, or already on board. So be on the lookout to see the first official flagged property logo up on uh, you know the, the top floor. It'd be cool to see. It would be cool. Um, just funny comments coming in. I thought Leo's was pretty hilarious. And Is it you, Will? Yeah, I'm. I'm, Le- I'm quitting HFM. <laughs> and I'm going to go around apartments. You heard it here first. Um, yes. Just kidding. Yeah. You used to work uh, in Marriott, right? 
Yeah, that's where I first started. Back to the home roots, baby. Um, no, but no, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they actually did grab operators um, to to kind of bring in this department. I think, um, you know, the, like Brian said, they have the insights, right? So they know what it takes to to properly and like set up, you know, good automations. Uh, again, the technology, all the other stuff above. So it's just going to be a, a, a side of, you know how are they going to handle competition with people that they work with, uh, whether it's homes and villas or all this stuff, how are they going to push their, their top of funnel? Um, so who knows, we could see a lot of different variations of this, but I wouldn't like, I want to see if a short-term rental operator, like let's say section, for example, can go to Marriott apartments and say, we want to take on a building. Uh, you know, we want to operate or franchise one out. Um, we'll put it under your flag, but we're going to be the operator in, 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 uh, the behind the scenes. Um, that could always be another route, which I wouldn't be surprised if they actually kind of brought in. So could be interesting to see. How pissed do you think the yeah. resident in group is over at Marriott? Cause now there's direct competition for, uh, the suite only style. Now, I don't know if I've ever stayed in a residence and if I'm going to stay in a short-term rental, I'm going to stay in a short-term rental, not mm-hmm. a residence. And so I think Marriott could absolutely flop on the execution of this. And it literally just be another hotel box that has nothing inspired on the inside. And it's very like on brand Marriott, which I think might not be, be the best play, but if they can incorporate each city, like a lot of the operators do in a, in a good way, it, it'll be interesting. Uh, I'll be excited to stay in one. Has, has a residence in actually been a brand that anyone wants to like stay in? It's kind of like always like when I'm going through, if I'm staying at a hotel and I am scrolling through Marriott and I see a residence in, I'm not going to really book it. Like for me, it's, it's just never it's a downstream brand yeah. right so yeah. i i would guess apartments will come in at a higher adr and better yeah. locations than residents in but uh, i don't know we'll, we'll keep an eye on this one this is a, a fun update and something we've i think all known was coming marriott happens to be the first i guarantee you, i guarantee you more are gonna gonna happen what's rare for the the biggest to be the first um, so kudos to Marriott for, for doing that. That's, uh, that's awesome. Um, not willing, not afraid to, to take risks or try new things. You know, I've, I know some of the other brands like Hyatt have, have tried. Um, but then there's some IHG has done absolutely nothing in the short terminal space. Like they don't plan on it. Their, their CEOs. They now, but yeah. we'll see as of last week, what they, their updated plans are. Yeah. yeah, I think we need to do a secret stay. We need to go test it out once they launch officially. We'll do a yeah. secret stay. We'll record an episode in one, not live, or we record. We'll then announce it later after we've mm-hmm. digested all our thoughts. We'll have the guest inspector <laughs> pick it apart. Yeah, there we go. That'd be good. Um, no, there's a lot of good comments coming in. So thank you guys for engaging and watching live. Um, you know, there's yeah, a lot to watch on this. I wouldn't be surprised if more and more news comes out. Um, 
the I like this was like perfect timing as well because we I'm seeing at least from my hotel connections and uh, world and from on like LinkedIn versus my vacation rental side is you know there's all these new blogs and articles coming out like why are hotels better than Airbnb and I always have to correct people I'm like we are not Airbnb one two you know Airbnb is a platform just like Booking and Expedia so stop making they false they're just ignorant they oh they do know they're they list on Airbnb. When I was a hotel manager, we listed on Airbnb and they knew it. Like they're not, they're not idiots. They they just tried. I think there's it's gonna be, you know, this battle of like hotels are better. Well, now no one has that argument of like why hotels are better than short-term rentals, because hotels are getting into short-term rentals and short-term rentals uh operators that I know, like they evolve, they get to a certain scale. And guess what? They buy a boutique hotel, they techify it through their short-term rental tech, and boom, now they're in both worlds. So um you know that type of conversation, I think, can finally be, uh, you know, out of out of style, and we can move on from all this like bashing right. of one segment to the other. What I think is even more fascinating is the timing they they released this right after Verma, so they don't have to hear it from all their operators. Yeah, and yeah. Right, <laughs> and right before Focusrite, which is a huge hotel conference, like it's it's broad travel, but yeah, hotel flags—they're all over the place. So, I think timing is genius. Marriott's executing extremely well; mm-hmm. they're they're nailing it. So, Agreed. let's see what happens. Brandy, any other any other closing thoughts from you? As we, uh, I think uh, you're oh, there you are. you're back. There we go. Cool. I'm back. Well, first, yeah, apologies for the Wi-Fi. <laughs> I couldn't get. Any- closer to the router if I tried um (laughs) (laughs) um, but um yeah I think it's just it's interesting it's something that we've known is going to happen and obviously it was going to be Marriott they've had homes and villas they're the one kind of leading the hotel charge into the industry so yeah I think you can either they've so far executed really well but I think Michael's point about it being just another box I think there's a very real possibility that they fall into that trap of just kind of mass producing this product. So yeah, I think it will be, you know, fun to see. Um, it'll require some in-person investigation. hundred <laughs> percent. I'm sure I, I think... on their, on their market list, Brandy. So you might not For have sure. to percent. <laughs> I would say ever since we uh, hung out and recorded live episodes in Miami and Vegas, I think Brandy's just trying to do anything she can to get us to get back in person to, yeah, for live recordings. <laughs> I, yeah. You dumped the, the castle visit real fast, Brandy. Well, I guess we'll go to a Marriott. <laughs> uh, i love it um before we wrap up we have one uh a quick announcement we're going to give a shout out to andy medic for just always engaging and being super um uh, just highly involved in the conversation of the show so just want to give you a shout out my friend if you're watching on the replay or if you're watching on the live but then also uh our friends at host gpo we actually talked last week this coming Thursday, if you're paying attention right now on the live or or um, on the replay today, this coming Thursday, which is going to be the 17th, we're going to announce a giveaway. We're going to give away our coffee box to one awesome individual who has been either supporting the show and supporting host GPO. So stay tuned for that announcement on all socials from LinkedIn to Facebook to Instagram. We're going to showcase that giveaway and how you can win amazing coffee box and if you're confused on what's in there you get a nice espresso machine you get three espresso cups you get three or four mugs and then you get pods from williams sonoma as well so 
that's the basic setup. I'm going to showcase what I did to enhance it a little bit to make it a little bit more bougie for our STR guests. But um, yeah, super excited about that giveaway. And anything exciting coming from you two uh, this week? You guys are looking forward to anything fun? Holidays? Travel? I'm just here in Indiana for a little bit. So that's, um, you know, I it's calm. It's relaxing, which is nice. <laughs> Very much a change of pace from Verma and Miami. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm playing catch up. I was in LA all last week. So my uh, my inbox and to-do list uh, are long. So looking forward to being at my desk this week. Amen. Amen. You and me both. Well, thank you so much uh, to everyone who tuned in on the live and made it fun to uh, engage there. And if you are listening to replay or watching the replay, make sure you like and subscribe and we'll see you guys all again next week.